0: Hey, this is Jack from Brook Royal, and you are listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Let's go, Blues!
1: Talking podcast, I'm host, Jason, along with Chris. Yo, and
2: my name is Ashley Rains. Oh. How Yay! are y'all? And <laughs> so, we're
1: together again. So,
2: with a new fancy last name, I yeah. Know.
1: So, we, uh, yeah, so first time since, oh, on the podcast at least, the draft, right? Yeah, the draft, the expansion, expansion draft, draft yeah. Right? So, yeah. June, we're looking at us. So, it's been a God, while, it's, it's been a this minute. This
0: year's been flying fast,
1: yes. So, um, uh, Me and Chris uh, did a bunch of previews last week, and one's been up so far. Then the second one is probably on its way right now. Uh, So we're doing a central division this time. And then, obviously, we'll get in depth with this. Mm -hmm. And then we'll get in depth with the Blues. Some bad news this week.
2: Talk about the things that make us cry.
1: Yeah, so terrible stuff. So um, we'll get into, uh, before that, me and Chris kind of went over what happened in our summer, so we'll fill everybody else, we'll let Ashley fill in what, how her summer went. Obviously, one thing happened.
2: Oh, I, uh, I had a wedding, and I was the bride. So, yeah, it one big thing. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. It, it was a good time. Of course, uh, on my wedding day, it was the only day out of, like, the two weeks you know, before the week before mm-hmm. and after our wedding day was the only day that was ungodly hot. It was, of course. It was that degrees. weekend where it
1: was in almost the hundreds, like yeah. felt like a hundred or whatever. Uh,
2: every, every day before my wedding was beautiful. And and don't get me wrong. I mean, we were, you know, we were, we were blessed with sunshine. Sure. We, got, we had our ceremony at Jefferson barracks park right next to the, oh, yeah. um, right next to the cemetery, uh, where the hill where all my grandparents are buried. That's so, awesome. So oh. it was kind of like they were there with us, you know, but, um, but thank goodness that that place has so many trees shading. Man, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. It was – I don't know why I tried to do my hair. I wedding. can't do <laughs> hot
0: anymore. The older I get – like, I can handle cold. I'm fine with cold. You always put Love more clothes oh, on. Oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah, exactly. But hot – Give me my layers, but yeah. I can't take off my skin.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> once you get down to naked,
1: you're just yeah, hot. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yep. And then, you know, the, the butt gets swampy. Ugh. And then, So
1: there's an image for you. So So we
2: we had a nice swampy (laughs) wedding, y'all. So there you go. So
1: so an eventful summer uh, for you. So um, we talked about last time the Blues had a couple injuries. uh, Now it's turned into a couple more injuries. Can Um, we just stop playing preseason games?
2: I literally just said that last time. I feel like the
1: NFL, like where everyone bitches about there being too many preseason games because everyone gets hurt. Yeah, the Blues have had that. And I've seen a lot of people kind of affect their – where the Blues are going to – uh finish, I actually saw, this is not what uh, we're going to say, obviously, but uh, Scott Burnside, who got let go from ESPN and now writes for the Dallas Stars, <laughs> um, which is kind of a weird transition. But he uh, picked the Blues to finish sixth in the division and not make the playoffs because of all the injuries. Wow.
2: Well, he can suck at Trebek. Yeah, so so <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. So
1: interesting there. So. Bird. So, um, the big news, I guess, this week, which just happened uh, yesterday. We're recording on the 28th. The Blues yep. are actually currently playing the Minnesota Wild in Kansas City. So, uh, and that's one-to-one. At the Sprint Center, which is awesome. Yeah, but... Uh, it is a state-of-the-art arena. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we'll get into that later. So, uh, Robbie Fabry, out Dead. for the uh, season. Uh, wants to get re-injured uh, his... Uh, knee his the same knee he got injured last year so at the, i don't know if you guys had a chance to watch the press conference at all today a little bit Mm-mm. uh luckily at my work a squirrel jumped on the transformer and so i didn't have any work uh sweet this morning so i got to watch that so it was very nice so thanks for your sacrifice mr thanks, squirrel for, <laughs> for making my morning a little easier so uh, yeah look into my life there so basically there's a three percent chance you can re-tear the ligament and robbie fabry fell into the three percent
0: him and our buddy jimmy
1: yeah, it's correct. I uh, forgot about that. So, oh man, God, I, I forgot it. He did three. three, three times. Three times. Both knees in the same knee twice. Yep. Both times playing hockey, too, which is interesting. Anyway, um. but yeah, Robbie Fabry out for the year again. So, um, the interesting thing that came out of the press conference, which has all the Blues fans up in arms right now, mm-hmm. is that they have internally discussed the Blues going outside looking for outside help. And somebody specifically brought up Yarmir Yager today. Mm-hmm. And they said they have had discussions about him and if depending on finding the right player to fit their style. But he did actually say after that, it's time for the kids to step up. It is. So who knows? It could have been him just pandering for all we know. But, mm-hmm. or who knows that they actually, for him saying broad, it could have been like, hey, Yarmir Yager. And one guy said, nope. <laughs> All right, probably know. Yeah, honestly, right. or they could have had a long, it's, lengthy discussion. It's um,
2: only because he said, "Yeah, you know, we talked about that." Now everybody's course. flipping. It
1: was, everybody picked up on well, it. Today. Yeah. and look, we
0: we need to temper expectations, even if they do sign Yager. Yeah, like yeah, the guy's still a phenomenal player, as you've shown over the last few years. When people thought he would trail off, and he still is a fairly productive guy. I'm trying to find the right words here.
2: <laughs> Don't disrespect. <laughs> um, this isn't
0: 1991. This isn't even 2001 or 2011. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be, it's not going to get Oh, my it's, God, now that you just guy. said
2: all of those, like, in succession to each other, I'm really starting to feel my age right now. Yeah. yeah. Thanks I mean, a lot, bud. It's, it's one of those <laughs> oh things where
0: if... He is 45. So that's he what is. So, I mean, if I look at this much like the year that we went out inside Brodor. Uh, it's not a long term solution, Just
1: but he, well, it was why Brian Elliott was hurt. Yeah, and Elliott came back, and then that's when but it's retired, it's one so. of those
0: things where if you have the ability to sign someone who can help you short term, why not do it? Absolutely. I think at the end of the day, like would they like Yager? Absolutely. But from what I've all things I've read, Yager has stuck pretty firm on wanting a significant deal.
1: Uh, I believe. The, from what I tried. To I mean, this I think up. it's come down I, a little I, bit. From what I've it tried was. to look this up so much today, trying to see if there's an asking cost. It's just been pretty much rumors around three around three mil. Then I heard apparently it was two mil, but, but with incentives. And supposedly the other thing I read, which I was trying to find anything I could today, the to figure that any kind of thing to talk about today. The only thing I could really find is that he wants around two million dollars, Sniff like a, you know, a, I guess obviously a role in a team mm. and a one way deal, obviously, and of course, and apparently he prefers the East. Well, I... So, that's another thing with the Blues fans have has, to consider. Aside like, he from his want to do stint to Dallas, he's exclusively been East, right? Yes. He, and, it, so. and he got traded from Dallas. Didn't he get traded to Dallas, like, midway? No. He made it through the whole year. But I yeah. was saying... So, outside of that, he's never really played in the West, so it's been interesting. Who knows what it will do. So. I would be
0: fine with signing him to a deal that was low-cost, heavy incentive. Absolutely. I mean, if you earn the money,
1: earn the money. Yeah.
2: Please, please do. I, I mean, I'm, give us a reason.
1: Right. I'm on the page, so I guess what, like, where you would be at, but it's kind of the same place where yes. if they bring him in, I'm like, I'm going to bring him in. Cool. I don't think if he could don't. hurt
2: us at all. Like, I don't think if we were able to issue's sign of speed, him. The issue is his right?
1: That's I think I think like I said everything like the I think the hockey sense is there I think the mm-hmm. like the shots there I think everything like the everything is there but the legs from what yeah. they used to be and that's the and that's the issue like it, that's why nobody's really signed him so far cuz they're afraid he just can't keep up with the game mm-hmm. now mind you 45 I mean sure. even at right? 42 he was technically still very and last year he had uh 16 15 goals so I mean not awful no right so um yeah so we'll see if they ring him in and that's 15 goals
2: on Florida a team Panthers. that was yeah,
1: mm, not ma- okay. mediocre mediocre at best
0: I you know I think you put him on this Blues team with where he's not the
2: focal point yeah with a couple playmakers and, and it, the ice produce. opens up for him
0: yeah I, th- I
1: think I think if you put him on the third line of the Blues I think you get the same production right? I think 15, that I just need a Blues jersey goals. with the
2: name Yager on it be I've cool. been I've I mean I've got a Brodeur and a Gretzky I mean, I've been I've been. Like, that's how I felt with Brodeur, because he was my favorite. Like, my favorite goalie of all time. Like, I cried when I found out that, you know, we, we signed him. Yeah. But, like, I just, ever since I was a kid, I always joked that if I had a son, his first name was going to be Yager. You know, that I was going to have mm-hmm. a, a, a child named Yager. That was, that was it. He That'd was gonna, be cool. The, mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's, so it's just. So. I just, I just think it would be, I think it would be badass to see that and to have that, you know, on this team. But like you said, you know, there's a lot of things that some fans don't know and aren't considering when it comes to these talks about St. Louis. Yeah, it's also about today,
1: like, oh well, Fabry will go on long-term IR, so we're going to free up. it was like eight hundred and ninety-two thousand dollars. Somebody timed well sign Yager for eight hundred ninety-two thousand dollars. That's like, not how it works. Yeah. You, you can't <laughs> just say. You, hey, yeah, we're eight hundred ninety-two thousand dollars. You're going to come play for St. Louis. That doesn't work like that. So, uh, as much as you princesses lo- would got- love
2: that, that's not how it goes. I uh, yeah, got the. I would
0: trade you two guys from my minor league team for Alex Ovechkin. That's a two for one deal. Right? Make it happen. A two
1: for. sounds about sounds about right. So, um, um, side note on the fabric front:
0: Does anyone remember how many games um, David Perron missed when he had his concussion? Ninety-two. We're going to approach this number with Fabry. Oh, more than that because he misses it's whole year. He's going to get to 100, right? Well, this
1: whole year is 80. He only played 50 games last year, 52 games last year. Yeah. So he missed all 82 this year. So that's 112 would be technical. Wow. And there's Plus zero the playoffs. There's zero playoffs chance
0: are. he makes it back this year. Correct?
1: They said they are not bringing him back no matter what. They said, unless. Especially they said since even when he's. He fell clear, in that 3% already.
2: Yep, they said, no matter yeah, what. They said.
1: He said they're in, the, they're in the press conference today. No matter how deep they go this year. He is not coming back. I call a little bit of BS on that, a little bit. If it gets till June, that would be about nine months because they're going to wait two weeks to do the surgery, let the swelling go down, and be wow. official. Um, so I'll do a quick background on the whole thing just in case you guys didn't hear I wanna, the I timeline have on I have
2: something kind of sarcastic to say when, you, you're done, when you're done with this. Okay,
1: so the quick timeline is rehabbing, July 31st. He's cleared by his doctor, Dr. Bach, I believe is what they're calling him. Mm-hmm. Um, Up in Chicago. Which I saw somebody say that the Chicago sabotage us. That, that's
2: exactly what I was going to say. Course. My husband my husband, yesterday, you know, I walk in, try to get his lazy butt out of bed, takes 10 hours. But I walk in there, and we were talking about, you know, the whole Fabry situation and whatnot. And he goes, well, Ash, there's your problem right there. And I was like, well, what? And he goes, Chicago his doctors. doctor's his doctors in Chicago. Of course they did this. And I was like, you're something, honey. You're funny, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, was,
1: so that's interesting. But so, so he's clear July 31st. Go ahead and do your, you know... Do whatever you need to do. And they uh, full born rehab, and he's been doing fine. Like, mm-hmm. they said there was yeah. no indications or whatever. And they said uh, training camp started, and he had some swelling and discomfort mm-hmm. when they went down for the first game in Dallas, what it right. was. Remember, he was down there. He was like the quote-unquote right. veteran that was with the team that game. And all of a sudden, he didn't play that game.
2: I just can't believe they – like, I personally just w- – I would not have played him. But I And just-
1: so they said, basically, he, he had uh, <laughs> skated in the morning, then had some discomfort and swelling. So they said, you're not going to play in the game. Come back the next day, he had range of movement, and swelling was dissipated. So they had him play in practice. Everything seemed to go well. He played in the uh, game against Washington here yeah. and um, played 19 minutes, had three yeah. shots on goal, just fine. The next day he woke up, and the swelling got worse, and worse wow. and worse and worse. So they said, let's go get MRI, and MRI, and they found the tear. They think it was during a two-on-two drill during playoffs, like he not playoffs, but in, uh, practice. during practice. He uh, basically yeah. – was trying to do a strong breakout and just jumped and landed kind of awkwardly. And yeah.
2: we need to just give that kid. <laughs> it could happen. Chair and some it could happen. Nets.
1: It's just one of those things where um, my thing I brought up today was concerned for him as a player now, because oh, I yeah. don't think the look it, in
2: his eyes, you could tell he's, uh, so he, he was
1: about ready to bust into tears. Yes, during the sure. thing. He was reading off a piece of paper. He, he did what I love to do when I, when I'm in front of people, don't look at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just looked down and looked up he's real like, if quick and he's like I don't acknowledge this. I and then he's throw like up. I'm not going to be taking any questions until after the surgery. Thank you for your time. And then got up and then just left. He was you I mean, could tell emotional. He, Look. You know, okay. I I mean it sucks because you been playing hockey your whole like of life course. and then you're finally an NHL player and, and a good one. Yeah, and this is the year where and for him it was a contract year too. Right. Like now he's going to get best thing he's going to get is probably yeah, a small bridge about his deal. Future, man. And you know going to get much. I,
0: which that's fine.
1: I mean, I mean look, by him, so I mean, it sucks, though. You know,
0: I still really think that had, you know, we had Fabry uh, for the playoffs last year, the Blues could have had a better shot against Nashville. Mm-hmm. Nashville was a buzzsaw, but, you know, that was a big gun out of the lineup. That was a, a two-way player, because Fabry actually does play some defense. Yeah. Um, but, you know, from a player's standpoint, it sucks, because, you know, you train and train and train to get back to this point, and you're there. And then it's taken again and it's back to step one. And that's rough. And then, you know, this doubt starts to get in your own head. I'm like, is this going to be a chronic issue? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Like what kind of gamble will we take on you? Yep. When he comes back again, it's going to be in his head for a while. I'll he's gonna you, be scared. Yeah, no. it'll it'll take I, a solid
1: ten to twenty games for him to really trust that knee. I would say almost the full season next year. I would say you wouldn't see the player we saw. Like, no,
2: he's not gonna go into those. He's not gonna go into the corners hundred percent. He's not gonna go after that puck hundred yeah, percent. I think you'll he's see not... some
1: uh, tentative uh, play from the start at least. Because I mean, mm-hmm. you're scared to death now. I mean, you want to have a long career. I mean, that's yep. what you want to have. You don't want to have like. He, I said 21 to be 22 by the time the next this, this season rolls around. Well, so yeah, so Blues he's fans got that need on to band time, together and which start is nice. praying to the hockey guys. You still got him on that. You know, you still got him as a uh, young kid, can still get youth on his side. So hopefully that will help during the recovery process. The healing, so yeah. so um, let's get into our Central Division preview, and then, we get, th- then we'll then we talk more about the Blues when <laughs> uh, and all the things that happened with the Blues uh, when we do them. So the first, we'll go with the dreaded Chicago Blackhawks. So... Last year they did win. They got the best record in the West and the Central Division title. They went fifty, twenty three, and nine for one hundred and nine points. Um, and then they were beaten the first round by the Nashville Predators in a sweep. Yep. So like you, said, you
2: know, for three all goals, of,
1: three goals and they were shut out for two games in a row.
2: For every single Blackhawks fan that's ever tried to chirp me or my co host with the First round exit crap with the Blues. I am just so happy that that happened. To two years
1: you. in a row. The Blues I am out so the year before, happy that that so. happened
2: to you. So now maybe some of y'all will keep your mouth shut and realize that one season doesn't affect the next. The Hawks but, I mean,
0: seem to do one or two things: win the whole thing or
1: Or, or, cra- the or crap
2: the bed. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, so. Uh, let's go into some of their some of the stuff they did pretty much this year. They brought back old friend Patrick Sharp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And technically brought back Brendan Sodden, The big trade for uh, which. Panarin. Panarin. So, Artie Panarin goes to Columbus along with Tyler Mott in a six-round pick for Saad goalie uh, Anton We're in a fifth-round pick. Yep. That wasn't the only big move they really made. They're they they they're doing their usual sh- salary cap shuffle, trying mm-hmm. to try and get underneath the salary cap, trading Nicholas Yalmerson to Arizona for Connor Murphy and Lawrence Dauphine. Yep. So, uh, I think that's – uh, and then the other big thing, they technically lost – Marion Hosa for the year two, Technically a skin disorder. Basically his equipment was causing him like a severe skin rash, and yeah. he was taking. I
2: read about that shots it was... for
1: it, which um like I was like, is it eczema or something like that? But it's not it's something worse than that because it basically he had to have a doctor monitor him every other game. Yeah, because he was every time he got a shot, they had to monitor to see how it was like his heart and his blood pressure that and all that blows stuff was my do. So he did that all last year and nobody knew about it, which is crazy. But so, also if that's
2: not a testimony to how much these guys will put themselves mm-hmm. through, even if it's not a hockey related type of thing, mm-hmm. it's you know, like you gotta tip your hats to that every For now sure. and then. I mean it, that's it, ugh, I can't imagine what it was.
1: So that's the thing is like but you don't want to count them out, is always my thing. You can't
2: is, no you, you never can. count I mean, them out. And yeah. you're also
0: forgetting they lost Van Reim's like. Yeah, they Trevor, Lost Kruger.
1: Joe Ram like and they traded Marcus Krueger.
0: Uh, you know the thing that I think is still the the biggest problem with the Hawks, aside from uh, salary cap, is they didn't get any better on defense, and that's been their problem the yeah. last two seasons. Connor
1: Murphy is was okay, but I think, but I mean, not compared to Nicholas Johansson though, or or Van Riemsdyk. I think I think Connor Murphy would be on the Trevor Van Riemsdyk level more yeah. than anything. So that um, you can say he replaced him, but Nicholas Jomerson's a huge piece. I think you I mean, know you can do all, you can almost say. Probably Duncan Key's their best defense, but I think number two is Yalmerson. You yep. gotta say then he's you better have Seabrook, Seabrook, right. than Seabrook Seabrook,
0: so. You you know, the last two seasons, the the glaring problem and what led to the Hawks being bounced in the last two first rounds is their defense. Mm-hmm. Um it, it's it's surely not their offense. They're they're obviously talented up front. You know, when you have Kane and Tays as a one two punch, everything else is great. I, I really think they're gonna they're gonna miss Panarin. Um, I get that you need to move money, but that trade shocked me.
2: Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially when they started just talking about what that kid wanted. Yeah. Yeah, They were were
1: talking that Panarin was – What did he actually want? Six million a year? He has six million a year. He is making six million a year. But for two more years, and that's his thing – um sod is locked up for another five or six years at wow. like five mil, so that's the thing is like they technically saved a little money and they got a longer contract for a, basically a younger player um and then so when panarin's up in next after next season they there don't have to worry about signing them now yeah. they got somebody locked in so it's more like planning for them so i get it they still got Anisimov, of panic and they're going to rely on the young kids like hartman um and some other the younger guys to hopefully fill in those gaps kind of worked last year. Nick Schmaltz, uh, Jordan Schmaltz's brother, is yep. on a line with uh, Patrick Kane. Yep. So they're hoping he fills in real nicely. But yep. who knows how that's going to work out. So
0: um, I think it's, it's not like this is going to close in a year. It's going to be a very slow close. But I think it's safe to say that the Chicago window is now starting to close.
1: On the way down, basically. Yes.
0: Right? That doesn't mean that they're not going to make the playoffs. It doesn't mean that they're not a phenomenally good team. But I think, I'll put it this way. They are over the hill.
1: Yeah, they're getting there. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting on how they're going to um, continue this trend where they have two players making a lot of money. Luckily, the Blues, as much as you want to give Doug Armstrong crap about stuff, it's been pretty Fiscally decent. responsible. Pretty decent. I mean, they're all in the Laterra contract and some other ones you can question, but honestly, you don't have one that's so bad you have, you couldn't move it. I mean, <laughs> Right. You move Laterra somehow, so, yep. so anyway. We haven't
0: been settled with a Liberto Luongo or anything like that. Yeah,
1: where it's like you have to kind of take a, a hit. So uh, the next team, we're just going to go in alphabetical order here. Uh, Colorado Avalanche, 22, 56, and 4 for 48 Gosh, points. Colorado. They finished seventh <laughs> last year. Terrible. Not good. Gosh, I uh, got the chills just hearing just that. Just really McKinnon and <laughs> Landis Gog, and the guy who wrote doesn't be there is Matt Yeah, I don't know if you saw those pictures of him, like, doing the, uh, you know, they always do, like, the Jumbotron pics of them doing stuff. It was just like they just had a picture of him just like this huge like I don't want to be here look as he was doing it. Like I felt bad for the guys trying to like do the stuff for the I in mean, between, the in game entertainment pretty much. They're trying to move him and pretty much anything you've read is there's numerous deals out there, but Joe Sakic is waiting for the Colorado the right deal. is
0: in the exact same situation that the St. Louis Blues were in last year. Yeah, you
1: get some guy who doesn't want to be there and is not going to be there. Well, the thing is, with the he only difference is, for two years. So that's right. different.
0: Well, and the difference, the other difference is it's it wasn't Shatten. It wasn't public that Shattenkirk didn't want to be in St. Louis. People just knew the Blues weren't going to have the money to resign him.
2: Yeah, and then, it wasn't
0: like like in in, in this case. It is well known Duchenne wants to GTFO. Yeah, um, so they're not going to get a lot of quality offers for him, uh, but they're
1: going to have to. They're going to have to do something. They're yeah. going to have to do something soon. So. Uh- Really, the only thing they really got in the offseason was uh, Colin Wilson in a trade with Nashville. Nashville's kind of moving some salary out. And they terrible. signed Jonathan Bernier, the backup, uh, Varlamov. That team's playing that's Las Vegas it.
0: tonight as we're recording. Yeah. And that's got to be a bucket of yuck of a yeah. game to watch. So
1: not much going on there. So uh, we're expecting them to probably not do well this year. Correct. Uh, next team is a lot of team that people picked to be uh, the team on the on the rise, but I guess the biggest rebound team. Dallas Stars, 34, 37, and 11 for 79 points. They finished sixth last year. So led by Tyler Sagan and Jamie Ben, along with new coach, uh, this guy called Ken Hitchcock. So he's going to be taking over to uh, Lindy Ruff this year, trying to write up their defense pretty much. Um, They're probably not as good as they were in 2015-2016, but they won't be as bad as they were, I think, last year. I mean, you got Sagan, Ben, you signed Radulov, you signed – Ben Bishop, you got Mark Mathot in a trade, and you got a couple of decent young guys. Um, I think you they're I think they're they're going to be better than they were last year for sure
0: I would agree. I mean a lot of this I think depends on uh if Ben Bishop stays healthy you yep, know that's he, the big thing yeah, you saw in Tampa you know when when Bishop is on his game, he led that team to two straight Stanley Cup finals mm. um, but as a fellow big guy when the knees in in the lower body starts to go it, it's hard to reverse that ship um i don't know if uh if bishop makes it through the whole season i, I i'm torn like I, you know i want the guy to do good but um it, it wouldn't upset me if uh <laughs> if, if he was on
1: the sidelines uh halfway through this season right. yeah so um yeah since he he basically had that one year where he played and pronounced much the finals hurt Right, he had a torn uh, labrum in his hip, but then he then he got injured in one of the last games where he tore his groin because he was compensating for the torn. And that's
0: that's the problem when you play hurt, as you, know, is you compensate, it end up hurting and he yourself. In did other not places.
1: play la- very well last year, no. and so a lot of people were saying because of the torn labrum in his hip, it pretty much kind of threw him off for the whole year.
0: The potential is there for this to be a fantastic team,
1: yeah, but you know, for the last what
0: four seasons. Dallas has been a preseason darling.
1: And yeah. aside from two years ago, they really haven't done much. Yeah. And then uh, they lost also lost Cody Eakin into the uh, Vegas Knights, but they picked up Martin Hansel, who yep. I would say that's probably about to get a trade-off there. Yes. Uh, so and then they got the defense they got Klingberg and after that I really don't and after that I really don't like anything else to have on defense and I think that's the issue they're going to run into a lot of young guys you do not know what they're going to do so Agreed. hopefully Hitchcock can kind of put a system in there make them boring and uh it worked here so it did so, i mean look it just works so we'll see how it goes but uh, it all also depends on defense and uh, your centers back checking and stuff like that can you get Tyler Sagan to be a two way guy who knows? So they got. So I'm interested to see how they turn out. They're probably one of the more interesting teams in the Central this year. I hope they don't turn how, out at all. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, they're the they're wild card in. for me. They're, the, yeah. they're the They should one. be great, but who knows? Will they? And this is kind of my. That's my theory with this next team, the Minnesota Wild. They were 49 25 and eight, 106 points, finished second in division. The Zach Parise, Ryan Suter, Dubnik, and Koivu lead the way. They really didn't do much last year after like pretty much running through the whole year in first place. Kind of fell off near the end, allowed Chicago to take it over, and then fell to the Blues in the first round. Um, five games. In five games, which is amazing. Uh, Jake Allen was unbelievable. Oh. So they wind up... In the off season, they made a lot of trades. Pretty much trade uh Marco Scandella, Pominville, and a pick to the set. The excuse me, the Sabres. We as Chris wears that Sabres. shirt right now. Sabres uh, for Tyler Ennis, Marcus uh, Foliano, and a third round pick. So that was more to get out of a basically a high cap hit for mm. Pominville. Uh, and they signed Matt Cullen. That's about it. That's yeah, all, and they really didn't do much after that. And uh, but you got to think they kind of their window. I think is on the part of closing as well. Parise's... 33, yes. um, excuse me, I just had it right in front of me. Uh, 33, Stahl's 33, who they signed last year. Koivu's 34, and Suter is 32. So it's like, how long can Ryan Suter play 32 minutes a game?
0: I agree. Like um, This is a team that gets so much more credit than I truly think they deserve. I they're not. A, they're not a terrible team. They're an old team, like you just said. You know, Can they still play hockey? Damn right. I mean, look, I know that we're biased as Blues fans. If you had laid down the game-to-game stats in those five playoff games and just not shown goals scored and just said, I want you to look at these stats for these five games, and I want you to tell me who won the five games, most yeah. people would have thought Minnesota would have been wiping the floor with us. Yeah. Because that's a series where they kicked our ass and we won. I was
2: so nervous. Went, um.
0: But you know, I, I don't think this team got any better. I I think that they stayed the same, if not regressed a little bit. And I'm sorry, I'm still not a Devin Doomnit believer. Yep.
2: Neither am I. And that's like maybe they put so much, like faith in just that one, that one man. Yeah, when, when he's just... when
1: he's played well he has they finished well and when he he's played that like crap rightfully they so he finished deserves the, the
2: credit you know where credits do yeah. but it's just I just feel like they just so like you said you know they're like an older team but like they're and you know like kick me if I'm wrong here but I mean when I sit here and I talk hockey when I sit here and I talk central division the team that I usually forget to talk about is Minnesota yeah you know yeah. what I mean you did, see they're I'm very like, quietly yeah. a
1: decent team yeah like they have like Prise is like they don't have any like standout stars like St. Louis has. They have like Tarasenko, but they have like. Right. If you take Teresinko out of the Blues, like I kind of would think Minnesota because they have guys that are good like Schwartz, Steen, yes. Fabry, yes. Um, Stasny, but you have guys that are good, I but agree. not stars. I so agree with that. That's a, I think, I think a fair that
0: you know Minnesota was super hot out the gate, um, and then when they went cold, they went ice cold. Yeah. To to a point that at one point they damn near didn't make the playoffs.
1: Well, they were falling like they were down third, and then the Blues and them kind of traded back and forth. While they were still like comfortable enough, like not to like follow the playoff race, but to point where they drop at one point to wild card two for like a game or two. Yeah, because it was like that that point where two, three, and four were within two points of each other, and that's what happened. So then they pulled away near the end, but still, like you said, someone
0: someone out of that two, three, four ain't gonna make it. Yeah, so Um, and that's for a team that was head and shoulders leading the the division for the first half of the season.
1: Yeah, so it's interesting kind of what they're at. I think their window is more shutting than, I think, Chicago's, in my opinion.
0: Well, I think that you're talking about two drastically different windows.
1: Correct, yeah. Um, All right, let's move on. Chicago's
0: window is the size of a garage door, Yeah. and Minnesota's window is the size of a basement emergency exit.
1: Yeah, good point. So the uh, team that won the West last year, Nashville Predators, uh, 41, 29, and 12, 94 points, finished fourth in the division, but rolled everybody in the playoffs last mm-hmm. year. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, uh, Forsberg, Johansson, Renee, and, and uh, win, P.K. Man. Subban are going to uh, lead this team. Lost, I think, a lot of key guys that people are not really kind of talking about, I think. James Neal.
0: Real deal, Neal. Yeah,
1: you know, still a good player. Mike Fisher, kind of the heart and soul of that team. Yep. Um, wasn't the player he was anymore. But they have a lot of young players who could jump right in. I think Does Arvinson. We don't
0: have to do- – Hear, uh, Underwood what, what or you, you and so all the much. Uh, I was
2: country stars, or read her really educated tweets. And, uh, Forsberg know.
1: is in there still. Johansson, their defense is still amazing. Uh, Ryan Ellis got hurt in the offseason, is out to like December, yeah. So that kind of hurts for them. Still have a really good defense. Uh, I think Car- Callie Yarncroak is going to jump in there mm-hmm. and it'd be good. They did pick up, uh, Scott Hartnell, Nick Bonino, and Alexi, Hartnell. uh, uh, Emlyn to kind of shore things up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a pretty decent move there. I think Hartnell still got a little left in the tank. Bonino, yep. if he's healthy, obviously he's been on two Stanley Cup winning teams in yes. uh, Pittsburgh. Yep. So I think that's good for them. Uh, Rene is getting older. He's 35 this year. So I think he is a uh, – who knows? You know,
2: He'll just see me at a game and he'll freak the out again because I'm well, right behind him. He don't like me because <laughs> I, I mess with him when I sit by – my seats are right behind him, so – I mess with him like crazy.
0: This yeah. whole season for Nashville was the tale of two Pecorines because there's the very mediocre one that showed up for half, half the season. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one who led them through the playoffs. Who until looks the like a God. Finals, yeah. And then just fell apart in the finals. Um, you know, this is a, a team. By the of- way,
2: Nashville. Thank you. That was a really good wedding present. You guys losing to the penguins on my wedding night. We all yeah. watched that at my reception. It, awesome. it was, it was a beautiful wedding present. Thanks y'all.
0: Um, yeah. I think that um, you go back to the trade they made last year with Montreal uh, where they sent, uh, or they got Subban and sent Weber Weber there. And everyone's initial analysis of that trade was, this is a trade that favors Montreal immediately because Weber's the more developed player. But when P.K. Subban comes into his own, look out. Well, if you're telling me that P.K. Subban hasn't come into his own yet, God help us when he does. <laughs> Did you, uh, I was
2: like, please, that's a really scary Because,
0: Because <laughs> that dude looked super comfortable in a new division on a new team. Yeah, It's like he
2: had been there forever. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell that that was a trade. Yeah, like,
0: I think that this is a team that, um, you know, as the Chicago window or the Chicago time starts to go into a sunset, you now have the Blues, and I'm going to say the Blues and the Predators as the two teams, and and maybe Dallas, question mark?
1: Depending on how they play, yeah.
0: As as the teams that are going to be the new leaders of this division. Yeah. Um, the Blues obviously being the elder statesmen of those three. So I think Nashville, you know – I think they're just as tough as they were last year. That's what I was going to say. They lost a lot of guys, but you know, like you said they restocked it with some decent names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Rene's old. I I think, you know, much like Dallas. It, this is going to come down to goaltending.
1: Yeah, so I'm kind of curious if Rene can play as good as he normally has. I think those do do good. I, still, I, mean, I got I him to finish very high, so we'll see how think they go. This,
2: I don't think this little summer vacation off is really going to affect his playing too much. I think we're – you know what I mean? And that's
0: going to be the wild card in this is, you know, they always talk about championship hangovers because there's not a lot of rest. How does Nashville rebound from playing so deep? Because they've never played this deep before mm-hmm. in yeah. the playoffs. You know, they ha- they're not going to have this time to rest – regroup, and turn the machine on again. Do they pick up where they left off? Yeah, do or they come out
2: strong?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so that'd be interesting to see how they uh, play. So last team before the Blues, Winnipeg Jets, the 40, 35, and 13 for 105 points. Still didn't make the playoffs, which is nuts. Uh, Patrick Laine, Mark Shifley, uh Bufflin, and Blake Wheeler kind of lead the way here. Um, you know, Blake Wheeler is was, was a guy I've always really liked. Uh, Shifley is coming to his own as being a top center. YNA lived up to his billing, scoring 36 goals last year. They got a bunch of guys that are pretty decent on top of that, and Nicholas Eilers and uh, Brian Lillow. Uh, they got a lot of guys on paper you think this team should be playing really well. It's just they've always had no goaltending. And their defensive has Bufflin and Truba, which are two really good guys. Truba probably won't be around next year, so he might be on his way out because mm-hmm. he wants a big contract and they're not really budging up there. Uh, they just gave Brian Little a new contract, so I, that's why I think I don't think is gonna be around next year. Uh, they didn't lose much, and they lost a couple of goalies, but they brought in um, Steve Mason and Dmitry Kulikov, which who was, was awful last mm-hmm. year, and that's a they overpaid for him. Mason is either a sieve or he plays really well. Like he's one Agreed. of the, he's he's I would say the left-handed version of Brian Elliott. Mm-hmm. To maybe maybe that's maybe that's, I'm trying to do something for Blues fans, kind of a general idea how he is. So where do you think the the Jets really. Um, if he's, I think if Mason's consistent. They got a shot at the wild card.
0: I love Patrick Line. Yeah, love so do him. I. I yeah, think I hate you by the way too, but I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I gave a hot tip to our friend during a draft. who was absolutely clueless, and I was like, just draft Patrick Line.
1: And I was like, right before oh, me oh, too. No, that is. And okay. Austin Matthews. He and somebody drafted Matthews the same round before us. So I was trying. Oh, to draft. I drafted Austin Matthews. Yeah, you did that round, and then a couple picks later was Line. So anyway, um,
0: um, you know. I know that the media loves Winnipeg. And was it two years ago they made it and lost to Lost in the first round.
1: Yeah, in the first round. I just, I think that Winnipeg is... Might have been the Blackhawks, but go ahead, though. Was it the Blackhawks? I don't remember, sorry. I thought it was the Ducks.
0: Whatever, they lost. They lost to a team. I think that Winnipeg, unfortunately, is uh, the recipient of being in a really tough division. Yeah. And I guess... I think that they're on the incline, but I don't think on they're on the level of Chicago, St. Louis, Dallas, Mm -hmm. Nashville. Mm -hmm. You know, I I think they can beat Colorado because everyone can. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, they can beat Minnesota. I think they can beat Minnesota.
0: they can beat us. I mean, I think they swept us last year, they didn't put, they? That was
1: a team that we had a lot of trouble with last year. There's the always one team every year. Yeah, one team in <sighs> division you struggle with. It. It's one year Chicago. Yeah. The next year it was, I think, Nashville one year. And yeah. then this last year it was the Winnipeg. So. Um,
0: you know, they can win games. I just don't know if they can win enough of them to, to get into the
1: playoffs. Mm-hmm. 105 points. That is 100% not right. That is, that is way not 93 right. 93 points. That sounds more accurate. somebody whoever wrote this down on this uh, page does uh, not know how to add, so I apologize because I was looking at the Blues had, 99, yeah, you were had looking at that, you're like, This is right. Yeah, this so anyway, right. sorry, I apologize um, there. And so. That's
0: really what it is with Winnipeg. Like, there's there's nothing that I overly love about this team. There's nothing that I overly really hate about this team. I think they're a mid pack team that just as of right now doesn't seem doesn't have what it takes to hang with the big guns in the division. They're going to have to prove it to me that they can on a consistent basis. They can beat Chicago for a game. They can Mm -hmm. beat anyone in this division for a game or two. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if this team has enough in it to do it for 82 games.
1: Yeah. So what do you think, Ash, about Winnipeg?
2: I just think that they've always been a thorn in our side. I mean, every time they come here to play us, I just feel like we kind of – we look over them too much where then we end up being the game that they win, you know. So I'm just just hoping that that knocks it off. But, I mean – They've just been so focused on rebuilding for so long. So I just, I think they're just going to be one of those, you know, 500 teams. You know, we'll see them. They'll come, they'll go.
1: Yeah. They they have the on paper talent. And just some reason it hasn't really translated, which has been uh, kind of a weird thing. So-
2: I feel like they have like a lot of talent, but they're just not meshing well together. I mean, that's like having a lot of all star kids on a varsity team and then, you know, none of them want to work well together. It's just, yeah. you know, I mean, that's kind of the easiest comparable that I can come up with. It's just like, you know, like, it looks like they should do well, but then you get them out there and they're like chickens with their heads cut off. So. Gotcha.
1: So we'll go in to the final team, which is our hometown team, the St. Louis Blues. So they were 46-29-7 for 99 points, and that is actually correct amount of points. Uh, they finished third in division, you got Tarasenko, Stastny, Steen, Petrangelo, uh, Jay Allen leading the way. So, Blues really general – the general season last year, good, really awful – really good, didn't have enough to get through the second round. So um, surprised the Minnesota Wild and beaten them in five games, which I that was a very big surprise thanks to Jake Allen. Um, Mike Yo came in, and his system worked really well. It did. So he uh, came in first hand Hitchcock a little earlier than they thought, which we all thought that was a dumb thing to do anyway. The Coach yeah, I think the writing was on the wall. Yeah, so uh, like I said, the main pieces on the team are Tarasenko, mm-hmm. sports uh, was Robbie Fabry, uh, Steen, Paul that. Stasny. Your defense is uh, Petrangelo and Col- Colton Pareko, who got a fat contract. Yep. Yep. Um, Joel Edmondson came into his own during the playoffs last mm-hmm. year. Yes, did. So hopefully that continues. Oh yeah. Um as much as people want to say it, I think Joe J Bo Meester is steady. Don't like it. Agreed.
2: But, Agreed.
1: But he's steady enough uh, compared to what else we have. Yeah, yep. he's steady so, with
2: his participation points, I I'll think is what it. my brother always makes fun of him for. He's like, Oh, I didn't know they gave up participation awards in the NHS. He's <laughs> fine.
1: I'm fine with him. They just need somebody to beat up I on. I can't
2: help it. I can't help it anymore. Just I, I just I can't. I can't. I don't can't. like him. So the off season, <laughs> the Blues didn't sign anybody really, he's such a hater. but
1: they had a two big trades on uh, draft day. Which uh, I
2: just missed, Scotty Upshaw, man.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, so as, man. As far as I can see, he's still on the Vancouver roster as, on PTO. So, although
0: he posted a selfie from
1: Hawaii the other day on a oh, day that, that Vancouver that. was playing, so. oh, so who knows. I, I didn't see him get released, at least. I could be 100% wrong there. I think so. he
2: got my mental message where I was like, just don't show up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Don't so, go. <laughs> uh, let's see what we're looking at. Oh, so Blues, the big two trades on the draft day, which came out of nowhere. Yep. Somehow traded Yori Laterra, uh, first-round pick the that yeah, year, number 24, yep. and a, another pick next year that's top 10 protected to the Flyers for Braden Shen. Uh, Hells yes. So, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, so that was Still. a big trade. Yeah, so I and Shen had led the league in uh, power play goals last year. Mostly played right wing, but has played center in the past. Yep. Uh, I think play, plays with a better – plays an edge, I think. I think Blues fans are going to really like him. Um, two years younger. Mm-hmm. Skates really well. I think it's a great deal. Yeah, so I think it's really good. And here's the second deal, which you know, I think people are more okay with now. Uh, Ryan Reeves gets sent, along with a second-round pick, to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, the Blues received a first-round pick and a young uh, center, Oscar Sundquist, uh, who was a third-round pick a couple of years ago. Right. So the Blues, in the first-round pick, they select the top European skater, Clem Costin, uh, who was technically going to be, before his injury, a top-five pick. This injury and the Russian factory fell all the way to number 31, and the Blues uh, were excited to get Smash him. Snatch him up. And he got him his deal really quick. Came over and said all the right things. Been playing okay. I think he's probably going to get sent to the minors. I think he's just, just, just needs to adjust a little bit from his the surgery he had and the younger and the smaller ice surface. Sure. But he's shown that wow factor a couple of times. Yeah, uh,
0: dude, the ceiling on this dude is great, and he's young too. He's 20, 19. 19?
1: 19. I thought he was twenty one. Wow, uh, nineteen. That's great. So that's a uh, yeah, because he was in the U um, eighteen uh, I think last year or so uh, tournament. World Junior, so. Uh, but the Blues basically are going, there are two themes so far this preseason. Youth and speed. Youth, oh, yeah, I was going to youth and injuries, so. and <laughs> well, yeah, uh-huh. okay, so 3 So yeah, really so funny. Three. God. So, um, yeah, so injuries, <laughs> I so We're like we said, Fabry, that's Fabry, Fabry is, uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> excuse me. Fabry. Yeah, I know, fancy. French now. French, I know. Fabryless. It's late, it's late. Uh, 8.30, I'm old. So. Um, oh, that's I cool, had. wait till you. you need some of Fabry. You're old. You can eat yeah. you can use some of D's. Yeah, I know. Correct. I'm uh-huh. old. Uh I know, but, I know. Whatever. Okay, Fabry's hurt, Steen's hurt. Um Everybody's hurt. Everybody J- hurt. Jay J Bo Meeser's hurt. And and everybody the club came club out. Everybody, I, that's another I thing. Saw, I, I saw a lot of people everybody say that Brad's here was out, too. So you have a lot of guys hurt, but you have a lot of young kids. You guys, please tell me that and they're and, all
2: pretending that you're hurt. You were all just hung over from, like, summer parties. <laughs> like, so. Please, please tell me this is so, a bad dream.
1: They sent some guys back to the, uh, down to the minors today. Who got sent down? Uh, so 11 guys. So Robert Thomas and yep. um, Jordan Cairo got sent to their junior team. Not surprising. But both of them played really well, and I was agreed. Kaiju uh, played, yeah, played fantastic. Thomas played Thomas played really good too. So I was kind of more surprised at Thomas. I didn't expect him that epic of an impact in his first uh, stay that long yeah. in camp too. Um, he was great the other night at River Riverporto with uh, Counting Crows
0: uh, and his band. Yeah, that's so oh, it's different Thomas. Rob Thomas. Different Rob Thomas. Oh, whatever I,
2: forever Rob Thomas. You were there. I was gonna say we're, Rob. <laughs> Rob
1: Thomas out. from Matchbox Twenty looks a lot different. Yeah, a lot younger. So, but uh. A lot of the young guys have been, I think, playing pretty well. I'm kind of interested to see... Tage Thompson's still in camp. Yep. Uh, The big surprise, I think, uh, Samuel Belay, is how you say it. It's a spell. Oh, God, we've been... I say That's not Samuel Blaze. It's Blay. So I did. Uh, I did. It was, it. It was a lot it. of people I'm on Twitter Like got man. it all good. I say Blaze, though. It sounds cooler to me. But right? Yeah. Samuel You're Blaise, so. all Midwest with this name. Yeah. So 26 goals in the minors last year. Uh, he's been the biggest surprise in camp so far. Um, plays two way game. I think he has the best shot right now. Um, Tate Thompson's not far behind. Tate Thompson's a beast. Um, Clem Costner, I think, has played well, but I think, like I said, he's a little more seasoning yeah. on defense. Uh, with Bo like getting hurt and probably <laughs> with, uh, know, rude, no, you're fine. Sorry. <laughs> and with, uh, him, uh, with Bo Meister being hurt, you've got a left defenseman, uh, spot open. So Vince Dunn and Jake Wallman have a chance to make the team. Yeah, I think they're neck and neck right now after I think Wallman kind of the leg up going into camp after having a very strong, uh, Traverse city, Traverse city tournament. Yep. Um, they're kind of neck and neck. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I have to add here. Uh oh yeah, Zach Sanford uh hurt, so he's out till uh probably February or March and he might be available for playoffs, but they they did, they said he'll be back this season is what was said during the right. uh press conference. God. So, so um
2: I still can't believe like how like I feel like we're getting punked.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's it's a lot.
1: Like I said, Jake Allen's Somebody back in Nets uh, along with uh <laughs> Carter <laughs> Hutton. Uh Ville Huso played amazing this preseason. Yeah,
0: I was I saw uh NHL Network aired the game against
1: Washington. Yes. And NBA. he looked great. Yeah, he had a shutout that game. Only, he had a only one goal against this uh preseason. Played, yep. played about one and a half games. Um so it looked great. Um I think that's really good for him. Next year he got sent down today, um which was expected. Blues got split into two different groups pretty much. It was kind of funny trying to keep track of everybody. A lot of the guys I noticed that they probably want to have playing time or care about who they want playing time got sent to San Antonio. Guys they don't give two craps about pretty much got sent to Chicago, Chicago. Uh, like Mackenzie McEachern. that they don't care about, but I think they're right. Their priority-wise who they mm-hmm. want, where, you know, where they fell. Uh, guys like Pateri Limbaum And, uh, unfortunately, Bo Bennett did not make this team. Uh, the guy they signed in the offseason to kind of fill that third-line right-winger spot. Hasn't panned out, uh, unfortunately. So he got sent to Chicago today, cleared waivers, surprisingly. Really? I didn't see that. Yeah, I was surprised he cleared waivers. Chicago? Chicago. Wow. Uh, And surprisingly, Chris Butler got sent to San Antonio, which I thought was interesting.
0: I would say that has probably something to do with the injuries.
1: Yeah. So um, it looks like, because San Antonio is where the Blues are going to have their affiliation starting next season. Correct. So, so this year is going to be a little weird with guys sending guys like Chicago. They're not really having control of anything anymore. It's already
2: freaking weird, man. Yeah. So (laughs) this this is going. Hopefully,
1: this doesn't turn into a lost season, which I've seen a lot of people kind of already saying that. Hey, it's very early. Last year, last season, this time,
0: we were sitting here going, "We made it to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, we lost some players, but we still got a
1: good team. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Final. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. And
0: and we suffered through a very up and down. Weird season mm-hmm. where going into the break and the Winter Classic, we weren't sure what this team was going to do and no. if they were going to make the playoffs.
2: I remember our podcast then; we were worried. Yeah, we were, you know, yeah, it's like we were out of the playoffs
0: mid-January. We were in ninth yeah. place. So I'm, you know, if, if if this is a team that goes in a little under the
1: radar, I'm fine with that. Yeah, and a lot of people pick. I've seen the Blues projected all over the place, which is uh, they've been. I've seen from second down to sixth place. Mm-hmm. So I've seen playoffs, and I've seen um, not even making it to the playoffs. So um,
0: you and I talked about this. I think at the maybe start of last year, definitely at the end of last year. Um, I'm to the point now where I don't really care where in the playoff hunt this team finishes. Just get in, as long as they get in. I don't care if they're the one seed in the division. I don't care if they're the best team in the West. I don't care if they're the eighth seed.
1: Don't care. So
0: Just you're get play, in and, you're and playing start well. playing.
1: And as you're playing well at the end of the season is all I really care about. And it seems like that's what happened last year compared to other seasons where the Blues kind of fell off and – what's up, buddy? What up, dude? Uh, but, uh, yeah, they seem to be playing well and then fall apart and near the end. So hopefully they kind of do the opposite – and kind of just play okay or at least play decent enough to get into close-up playoffs, then the last 10 games, you're just feeling it. Yeah. yeah, Everybody's healthy, and that's kind of what happened last year. You had everybody that was pretty healthy and and, uh, it worked out. So Shen is going to be probably your second-line center. Well, it looks like they're going to try Barbashev as the third line center. Sure. From what I've seen. Or maybe even Saboka. it looks like. You know, that's the other guy that we
0: didn't talk about. I mean, that's really an acquisition for this year. Yeah, he signed Sure, him, he played the playoffs, but this is really... You could call him an acquisition for this season.
1: Yeah, so he's going to be... He's going to sign technically a three-year deal. So he basically used the rest of... His, last year's deal was the old deal, and then he's a new three-year deal starting now. And I will officially
0: eat my words and shut up. The dude played good.
1: Yeah, and... like. And I, I think I uh, take it all back.
2: I still think he's a punk. He's on. Oh, he's a punk. But you know what? He showed up. He he
0: came
1: back yep. and he was immediately a factor on this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had a couple of nice goals in the playoffs. So I'll take it. So hey, a little bit overpayment, but you know, every team has a, a contract like that. I think yep. so. I'm fine. We're under the cap, and we have a good team. Well, and he had, was what we ca- needed right then too. Yeah, so and we needed we need somebody to fill in right there. It worked out well, mm-hmm. and especially now. What do you think
0: Pay RV fits in with this team?
1: I was saying the extra forward but with all the injuries. I don't know now. I don't know yeah. if he's going to get the like. Hey, you're an NHL veteran. Like, hey, we'll let you in. Same with Demetri Yaskin. I don't know if they're going to let him like play third line right wing. When I think, in my opinion, Samuel Blay and I guess even Tage Thompson have outplayed him. I agree. He had that pretty sweet goal in Spitzburg in the Kraft Hockeyville game.
0: When it didn't matter
1: correct but it was still a pretty sweet goal i mean it yeah. was yeah so i'll say that much i'll give him credit where it's due sure but um
2: yeah sweet yep,
1: outside, goal i'll say that he let's let same during regular season he'll have that one sweet goal out of 50 games and then you won't mm-hmm. see him you know
0: and then and then you know both him and payarvi
1: show up in the playoffs yeah and payarvi after he came up from chicago last year that was he was, was great it. he was great so if he plays like that all he the time he was
0: great the la- with the last 10 that's games
1: yeah so he Phenomenal. was fine. So, and he had the, the series-winning goal against Minnesota, so yep. I'll take it.
0: Yaskin had a couple of timely goals. And, and and I don't know why these guys can't play 82 games. Is, it one, is it
1: one of those things where it was, you think it was a Hitchcock thing? Or do you think it was in their role? Or do you think it's I just they just leveled off?
0: I mean, maybe some of it's their role, and it's hard to get into a groove when you're not playing a lot of minutes. And maybe these are guys that need more minutes to play, but – then it becomes the chicken or an egg argument. Like how do you justify giving Dimitri Yaskin more minutes than a Jaden Schwartz or Alex Steen or, or someone like that? I I don't know. Like at some point you, if you're a good hockey player, you just got to be able to do it every game, whether you're on the ice for 20 minutes or on the ice for five.
1: Yeah. So it was interesting to see what they do. So, so let's just go prediction time. So we'll just do the blues. So blues playoffs. Yes.
2: Sorry, my husband apparently um, broke down with my car, Uh-oh. and he's at Schnook's, so Ouch. that's cool. Cool. Um, well, they're the where, we're stores do- in town, so that's yes, that's good. Uh, that's good. <laughs> um, crap. Uh, where do I think we're gonna end up?
1: Well, just playoffs. Let's do playoffs first. I uh... playoffs? Yes or no?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then for we'll sure, do then we'll
1: sure. do uh, breakdown of a. Uh, by a team. So I'll just do mine real quick. So I think uh, Nashville is just going to be the class's uh, division for at least the next year or two. I just think until the Rene it takes him as far as they can go. And I still think he has a little bit left in the tank. Then I do have the Blues finishing next. Um, I just think that they're still got – even with all the injuries, I still think uh, they have enough youth. And uh, as long as Jake Allen plays the way he did, we're in good shape. Uh, number three I have – Chicago, but just because I can never count out Chicago. I hate mm-hmm. to do it because I really think they're on the downside, but I just can never count them out. So that's I agree. me. Um, then I actually have Minnesota finishing four. Still have a solid players. I think the Stars are an upswing, and it's going to be them in Minnesota fighting for that spot. That last play, that, either the first wild card or second wild card, whatever you want to say right there. Um, they're going to be fighting for it right there. Um, you can flip-flop those two. I mean, the Minnesota and Dallas could be finishing those spots either mm-hmm. or. Then I have um, the Jets – I just, until I see them do it, I'm not going to pick them to go any higher than that. I agree with that. And I I never like Steve Mason as a goalie. So that's me too. And then, of course, Colorado's going to be awful. They're terrible. Yeah. So uh, where do you at, Chris, on this one?
0: Uh, I'm not too different than you. Uh, Before the injuries, I probably would have put St. Louis at number one, but I I don't think I can rationally Mm. put them the top of the division right now. Um, I have Nashville number one. Uh, I think that it's a team that has the ability to go just as far as they did last year. Like you said, it it all hinges on uh, Pekka Rene and um, and how he holds up as he's getting older. But the guy, when he's on his game, there's not many people better in this league. Mm -hmm. Um, I have uh, the Blues at number two. Uh, I think that this team, despite the injuries, uh, is still really, really good. The core of this team is intact. Um, I don't think, you know, you're, you're obviously going to miss Robbie Fabry for a full season. That mm-hmm. that sucks. Um, but you're going to get Steen back in relatively short fashion. You're going to get the other guys back in relatively short fashion. Um, you know, maybe this is where Sabotka can step up and, and start to fill in the Robbie Fabry shoes for a little bit. Yeah. And, um, and you have someone, be it a Yamer Yager or a Tage Thompson or a a Blay or whoever, uh, backfill in the Sabotka role. Uh, I know that you know you don't really want someone like that in a grinder role,
1: but you could put him on a third line or even somebody like Wade Meegan who's had a really good yeah, play season. So him
0: too, you know, I- any of those guys I think are ready for a shot. Um, number three, I have the Dallas Stars. Hmm. Oh, okay. uh, I think that. This team can be really good. I think that you're going to see uh the injection of energy from Ken Hitchcock much like you saw when he first came to st. Louis um, what concerns me about this team is um if Ben Bishop can hold up, and I think their defense is decent, not stellar um They have a lot of tools on offense um But again, you know, this is a team uh, that needs to prove they can win. They've been a preseason darling for the last few years. And Mm -hmm. aside from two years ago when they won the Central, uh, they haven't done anything. Uh, Number four, I have the Chicago Blackhawks. I think that, like you said, they're obviously over the hill and the sun is setting on them. But they're still a damn good hockey team. And until they completely fall on their face, you can't count this team out. They just find ways to win and they find ways to get it done. Uh, After them, I have Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota, I think, is one of those teams that if they finished as high as third or as low as sixth, it would not shock me. I think they're just kind of vanilla ice cream to me. They're not bad. You know, people like them, yeah. but there's nothing about them that I look at them and go, that team can can make a run. Uh, after them, Winnipeg, like we said, I think that they're a team on the rise. I just, I don't think they have enough guns to contend in this division. And like you, I'm not sold on Mason as a goalie. And, and Colorado, thank God, you know, people in Colorado <laughs> need to be thanking uh, Las Vegas because thanks to Vegas,
1: Colorado won't be the worst team in the league this year again. Yep. So, Ashley, where you stand on uh, um, mine?
2: I'm going to be brave with mine. I'm going to put the blues first. Okay. I'm going to say that you know this little like preseason shakeup thing we've got going on with injuries. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be you know brave here with this and say that you know we overcome this and we overcome it well and we end up just completely kicking ass the rest of the season. So I'm gonna go with us at one. Um, I'm gonna put Nashville at two. I agree with both of you when it comes to, you know, Pekka's goaltending. I think he's either going to completely make or break that team. Honestly, if mm. they, if they finished like fifth, I kind of wouldn't be surprised if he, if he was just off his game, but I think that it would be more just on. I hate to say that. Cause you know, I'm one of those people where I'm like, you have to hit all five players before you get to the goalie. But sure. I feel like, you know, since he's just, they put so much on him that I feel like if he starts to falter a little bit, that whole team is just going to collapse right on top of him. Right. Um, After that, I'm going to do Dallas. I think that they're going to have a little bit of an edge over Chicago this year. So that puts Chicago, you know, below them. Then um, I'm going to go with Winnipeg Mm -hmm. uh, higher than the Minnesota Wild. All right. I, I think that they've been trying so hard to rebuild and they really are like, you know, like I said earlier, they just weren't meshing well. I feel I feel like you have like a lot of talent, you know, like you said on paper but it's just not showing on the ice. I think that this will be that season where they start to gel a little bit more. So that's why I have them, sure. you know, there above a uh, Minnesota, Minnesota, you know, I, I kind of like your, you know, the vanilla ice cream thing. But like I said, they're like, you know, they're, they're going to be like a fi- around like a 500 team and you know, they're either going to be there or they're not. And like I said, I forget to even talk about them, mm-hmm. you know, and <laughs> then, um, of course we've God, got, that was awful. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're just, they're just, they're bad they are, they are they're bad they're sorry. bad i'm sorry guys so, i'm yeah, sorry then, so
1: uh, playoff teams um, i had them i had basically the top 4 Me making too. it so i think i just played safe to try to do 4 and 4 but mm-hmm. you can easily see five teams in this division too i so. could
0: mm-hmm. uh you know that being said i think you're seeing the pacific division is catching up with the central now
1: yeah cuz all three canada teams are pretty getting really good oh over edmonton's going to be good for a long yeah a lot of people pick edmonton to go to the cup finals so the only team that's really crappy in Canada right now is the Canucks. Yeah, and they're rebuilding. Yeah. so a lot of the Canadian teams are doing really well. So, all right, well that's our Central Division preview. Let's wrap it up there. So we'll go into quick announcement mode. Um, so uh, we've probably seen it. Announcement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, I'm wearing headphones now, so that's a lot louder than it used to be. So weird. Yeah, it's loud. But um, we so look weird. So uh, the big thing, I guess, we'll announce, which I think is cool. I did hear catch you. That's fine. <laughs> but um. Uh-huh. Which I am wearing now, which obviously nobody can see besides the two in front of me. Is uh our like shirt from Glassbangers, which is I thought was pretty cool. So I love uh, it. yeah, so I'm really happy there. So look at our uh, Twitter for a link to go ahead and buy that. Do that, and support the podcast, helps us out. So we really appreciate it and appreciate the the guys at Glassbangers for designing a kick ass yeah, shirt. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. So the other thing is uh, we'll bring up they're gonna have a contest going. You going take tickets to a game. So it's gonna be the December seventh game against Dallas. This is our very own Chris Frank's seats, so yeah, uh, really
0: good. They are one twenty That's right. was last year. One twenty five, row F. Yeah.
1: So, so it is. It is the first row seats behind the big money seats. Yeah. So uh, pretty nice seats, from what I could see when I looked these up today. So very yeah, nice. they're really
0: great. They're in the corner where the opponents shoot twice. So,
1: uh, but you're you know what, six rows off the ice. Yeah. So check uh, our uh, Twitter for how we learn how to win these. We're going to be tweeting out during the first game. So it'll be Wednesday, October fourth, and yep. this game is until December. So we have this contest run for quite a bit. We got some time. So you'll see the specifics on how to do it. Just uh, everybody can enter to win this, and we have a special little bonus for people who want if you want to get more entries. So and the cool thing about these tickets is since they are technically part of a
0: season ticket you get into the game earlier and you can use the dedicated season ticket uh, line to
1: get into the game. Yep, so there you go. So you get in early oh, and uh, can relax. So <laughs> uh, nice if you that. want to get a hold of us on Twitter, especially to check out where the contest is at, it's at BluesHockeyNHL. Uh, Chris's Twitter is at... At Hossapalooza. Ashley's is that?
2: Mine is now at Ashley Raines, R-A-I-N-E-S. And I'll be posting about all this stuff like crazy and also putting up weekly videos on my personal Facebook and our podcast Facebook to keep everybody in the loop and, you know, talk to people, take some questions, bitch about the teams, whatever it may be.
1: I saw you had posted about uh, any questions for the podcast. I think most of them we covered in the Blues thing. Yes, yeah, I, about I ya- believe most, we- most about Yager, I think I saw, so I made notes on that, mm-hmm. so... Uh, the other thing which we'll go ahead and announce is another partnership with the podcast. So uh, this one's going to be dope. So it's pretty. I'm cool. excited. <laughs> so the, the big kind of big thing now now is like especially me. And, I know me and Chris have subscription boxes. So uh, this one is one specifically for hockey players. Uh, it's called Hockey Beauty Kit. So basically, you get a roll tape for your socks, roll tape for your stick, and some hockey stuff. It could be numerous things. Uh, hockey uh, sli- I call slider skates where they're called basically uh sandals Mm -hmm. to wear like when you're going to the rink or after Mm -hmm. a game
2: uh it could be socks yeah Yeah. summer skates skates.
1: thank you um and it could be shirts hats could be a bunch of stuff and every month you get a box and uh there's actually two different kinds of boxes you have the hockey beauty kit which is a monthly box and i believe it runs for 24.99 and uh they a lot of this is what uh what they would like to do is mostly for like youth hockey kids for like kids that use this and they can get stuff that when you're just you can do this when you're already into the game like uh, a couple of our friends have kids Mm have been playing for years or if your kid who's just starting out is be perfect you get the stick you get i mean you get the tape which you go through i from playing you go through tape like crazy oh yeah absolutely it is a great box if you have a kid who's in youth hockey yeah so it's awesome for there and the other one is which is kind of i call it almost like a reward for the kid maybe uh it's called a fan beauty kit which basically every uh, you can go ahead and pick out whoever you're uh, – it could be a kid. It could be you, even you, favorite player. Let's just say the first month, I believe, is uh, Vladimir Tarasenko. Mm-hmm. So they partnered up with a uh, t-shirt company. I believe it's uh, le- 500 level up, I believe, level down. I have to look it up again. I apologize. But you go to uh, hockeybeautykids.com. Everything is there. Yep. Uh, go ahead. There's going to be links on our website. There's links on our Facebook and Twitter. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Unboxing
2: those is going to be rad. I'm going to be really excited to, you know, open some of those up live with some people. For sure.
1: Yeah. Ashley is going to be uh, on the uh, Facebook a lot with that.
2: And
1: and also on, we'll try to do some on Twitter, but you know, Periscope is only like 24 hours. So I want to make sure Mm -hmm. the video stays up. So mostly on Facebook for the videos. Yeah. But maybe we'll do one on Periscope just yeah real quick or something like that. So
2: yeah, we can be partnering with those like
1: guys that. and it's gonna be pretty awesome. So keep an eye out for stuff and we we'll might have a couple of giveaways. Yeah, they're to gonna with, be a big hit, guys. So make um, sure
2: you just you know keep in the know.
1: Excuse me, and they're just launched October first. So we're recording a couple of days before they launch. Mm-hmm. Um, very excited to uh, be part of that. I'm so, pumped. I can't wait. So that's awesome to see. So like I said, our Facebook it's about uh, time. Blues something Hockey Podcast. <laughs> We're so glad um, that he's back. Yep. I so, know. And the Blues start next Wednesday, and uh, this will be posted that day. It'll be October 4th against the Pittsburgh Penguins, who stand the cup champions. And then they come back for the home opener October 7th. So, See y'all there. Good times. So uh, thanks again uh, for joining us, and we'll talk to you guys soon.